anything you want to say before we get we get into it this week? Anything I want to say? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what what kind of journey are you taking us on? <laughs> any any, any statements any last, you want to make? Any last requests? <laughs> What's your testimony? Any confessions, Kelsey? <laughs> oh, God. Crystal! Oh, Crystal! Crystal! Anything you want to say, Crystal? <laughs> We gotta put that on a shirt. Anything you want to say, Crystal? Crystal, <laughs> the person holding a piece of cake walking out of a party. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bye, Crystal. Yeah. Bye. 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 Oh, yeah. oh bye. you're welcome. Hi, I'm Rose. I'm Kelsey, and I'm Gloria. And this is another exciting episode of Circling Circe, the podcast where we circle. Serdisius now, right? Circling Serdisius. Circling Serdisius. We've renamed the podcast. (laughs) Real Housewives of (laughs) IIM. Now we're getting into it, right? Mm. Or what is it? Pillow Talk Confessions with Serdisius. Pillow Talk Confessions with Serdisius. What mood is he going to be in today? (laughs) Spin the wheel. It's like one of those, yeah, (laughs) that's totally it. Just spin it. Shit. Click. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. It clicks when we're done. Thank the gods. Thank the gods. Thank the gods. Well, so unlike Game of Thrones, winter isn't coming, but spring is coming. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, and it's. It's about time for our, our boy Odysseus to uh, to leave. Cersei tries to almost kind of like enchant him with Aiea's beauty, um, but his men are growing kind of tired and they want to go home. They're over it. I think they're like giving them sideways glances like, this bee better not keep us on this island any longer. You know, I want to go see my wife and my kids and I don't know, stop traveling. They're, they're like a, they're like a, like a group third wheel. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the tour yeah. bus third wheel. Yeah. So, you know, one day as Cersei gets up and she's kind of facing like, you know, there's not many days left and she steps outside. It's early morning and um, she's approached by Aspalo. Uh, <laughs> so I did not come up with that myself. Uh, a little aside here. If you read Lore Olympus, which is a, uh, a webtoon that I am obsessed with about persephone and hades um apollo by the fans have been renamed to aspollo um, aspollo yeah because oh, nice. he's he's not a great guy in that series uh and uh, i also will say that i listened to the podcast i'll give them a shout out they're called laura Lim pod so if you're into laura Olympus, cute and Ooh. they're the ones who first mentioned the cersei book in the podcast that got me interested in this book so oh without that i wouldn't have you know known that there was like a cool book about greek gods and goddesses so um they're our mother podcast yeah i'll have to reach out out to laura limpod yeah but uh yeah so um hang on rose hang on you okay you mispronounced persephone it's persephone actually (laughs) not to embarrass you but thank you gloria (laughs) persephone (laughs) <laughs> it's spelled Persephone. <laughs> it's telemontis. P-Dog. P-Dog. <laughs> P-Dog. <laughs> it's Ap-Pol- 
La, a, 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 no, like La Jolla, but you know. Apoyo. Apoyo. It's Apoyo. <laughs> yes. Yes. Apoyo. Apoyo loco. <laughs> Apoyo is loco. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, again. No So uh, Apollo shows up, and of course he's hot as hell and like, you know, a god. And um, Hermes apparently, which I didn't know that he says my brother, right? So I didn't know that they were related. I don't know. Or maybe he just means like my brother in the like, I don't know. Like brother? Yeah, brother sense. I don't know. But um, he says that Hermes told him she was difficult and it was like eye roll of the century, oh, a man right. scorned. Like, oh, uh, but Hermes is so easy to along oh, with. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, but Hermes, Hermes is, you know. Yeah. I was like, he has sealed his F boy status forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and uh, Apollo has a, a prophecy for Odysseus. Um, and then I really did not like this part because I was like, this so part. She's like, no, thing, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, like, you, no, it's okay. And you think no, like, it- oh, okay. So he's outside the house to go tell Odysseus. And then all of a sudden, it's like a like a Harry Potter moment. Like she's forced to yeah. feel this mm-hmm. prophecy and see it. And he kind of forces, he like assaults her with this vision. I mean, yes. it, it seems like it's like physically hard for her to take. And uh, like it brings her like physical pain. So she sees that Odysseus does make it home to Ithaca, and then she also sees that he has to meet with a man named Tiresias. And so she ends up like clawing in her garden for some moly to help her stop the vision because it's like so painful for her. She even kind of says she starts resenting, you know, living at the whims of the gods because they just keep coming up and just doing shit to her. And she's like over it and I'm over it for her. Like I just, I really feel her frustration in this moment, you know, it just stinks and she's just tired of it and she wants out. You know, that vision reminded me of like when Professor Trelawney in Harry Potter gets a vision where she's like, (laughs) she wakes up like choking and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. What? Can I say that? Is that, the actress is uh, Emma Emma Thompson. Thompson. Emma Thompson. She is like a plus so performance. Good. She's so good. so good at Trelawney. She like yeah. literally makes that character, and that part is so good when she like starts to like hack afterwards. Like yeah. it makes it takes that serious moment, and you just can't help but like crack up because she's like, <laughs> I got a hairball. Sorry. Woo, what was I saying? You know, so good. <laughs> and Harry's like. <laughs> staring at her like do you need a hospital do you need madame pomfrey <laughs> call someone so uh yeah it's it, it totally reminded me of that too like it just was like because i think we're harry potter fans i just feel like we felt that and understood exactly what was happening to her so odysseus ends up telling her that night in kind of this tense moment that he he needs to go his men are restless and he needs to, you know, peace out. And so she she does tell him the prophecy because um, at first she kind of you 
you I'm not sure if she's going to even tell him. Like she I don't think she even tells Apollo like I'm not going to tell him. And he's like, "Well, I gave the prophecy and that was my job." So, bye. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so she tells him like, "Look, I did see a prophecy and you are going to make it home, but you kind of have to go on this like underworld adventure uh beforehand and I just feel for Odysseus. This poor man. I mean, I I think that this is the He's reason. He's like, Jesus, what now? I know. Well, <laughs> I think this is a reason why, like, the Odyssey has been such a popular novel is because, to me, I don't know if you've ever had a dream where you're, like, just trying to do something. Like, I feel like it's a common, it's like having your teeth fall out dream. I have a, a, a dream often and it's not always the same but like the concept is the same where I'm trying to get from either point A to point B or I'm trying to do something and everything keeps stopping me and it's like so frustrating you just want to get home or you just want to call somebody and you can't use your phone or whatever I don't know if that's like a universal thing but I feel like that sentiment is like the odyssey it's like yeah he just wants to get home Jesus like and, it's like one of those days where like everything goes wrong. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. and, except like it lasts you for wake twelve up years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like not like that at all. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's just a really long time. Yeah. Why does that happen though? I feel like I feel like when like you wake up late, you get to work late. Like the coffee's out. Like this is this. You mess yeah. up your presentation. Like it's a, always like a bunch of things right? at one time. Yeah. Yeah. People say it's about like manifestation and, you know, like you already have that negative energy. So you're just kind of putting it out there. But I'm like, I don't know. I kind of feel like stuff happens to me too. Like, I don't think it's my fault because the first thing isn't my fault. Right. So how could the rest of it be? Well, I think, you know, I'm sure there is a little bit of like, if a lot of things are going well in the day, if one bad thing happens, it doesn't phase you as much as if like, Like if it keeps happening, then you start like really – it just piles on. Like it's a psyche thing too, you know? So – Yeah, like whether you're looking at things positively or negatively and you're like picking out all the bad things and maybe like you were saying like five things bad or negative happen Mm -hmm. to you in a day, but it's overall good and you – feels like nothing bad happened. Yeah, but maybe they're spread out like, you know, like – but if they all start happening together, then it feels like anything Mm -hmm. minute feels like – Oh, well, there's another thing, you know, I've totally been mm-hmm. there too, where it's like, what the heck is going on with this day? Like, mm-hmm. so, yeah. and I'm like, that's exhausting. Just 24 hours of it. So I feel for this man 12 years later, like what the F, you know, <laughs> like he just wants to go home. Yeah. So I was going to say too, the underworld adventure sounds like a knockoff of the haunted mansion, right? at Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the underworld adventure animatronics. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this underworld adventure, Cersei starts detailing kind of how, what Odysseus needs to do to get there. And I appreciate that. Like in the story, we just see like some of what's going on when she first gets the vision. But then as she's talking to Odysseus, you realize, Oh, she saw all these other things. And it's kind of like this macabre adventure to get there, right? He has to like go to the this weird depth and bury a hole and put this blood in it and fight off the spirits and wait for this guy to come and this and that. And then um, and then she's like, oh, and then the next day you'll come back to my island for like a day and I'll give you some more information and then you'll leave. She prepares him to go the next morning. And while he's gone, she starts to really think about him, you know, being gone for good. And it's like almost too painful for her to even like think about. She refers to him in her like thoughts as half my soul. 
So, <laughs> so she's, sad. She's caught the feelings. Yeah, it's yeah, so. She caught them real hard. Yeah, she caught them. And I think, I mean, I also feel like she's alone on this island. She's been alone for how many hundreds of years? She's going to be alone. Like, and there's prophesies that she's going to meet this guy. Like, she feels like this is the end. Like, and it's really, really hard for her to even, like, face it. Um, but I will give her, like, you know, props. She does. She holds strong. She really, really does through this chapter. I was very surprised at, like, you know, she could have just, like, dropped and weeped at his feet and begged and all these things, and she didn't. And she's kind of, like, looking through her workspace as she's thinking about this and how it's going to be hard, and she's looking over her potions, and she stops at this cedar box with sylphium ground and wormwood, um, a, dro- a drought that she takes every month since she started sleeping with Hermes, except the last month. So, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> That's what I thought. I thought I was like super wrong. much? Oh. Hmm. I was like, uh. No, I mean, it's said but not said, right? Hmm. I mean, hmm. <laughs> then I also was like, she, I think at some point we had realized Hermes and her had been together for about a hundred years, right? <laughs> And then I was Casually like, though, all- Rose. I no, mean- no, I know that. I'm just <laughs> no, I'm just saying. <laughs> Fear of commitment, much? Jeez, a hundred years. I know. Ugh. Ugh, I know. No, but I, I meant like in the sense that she had to take a lot of that drought. <laughs> I was like, Dang, oh yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of months. That's a lot she, of months. She's made like ten barrels by now. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, wow. <laughs> like just thinking, mm-hmm. like you know, units. And so you know, Odysseus and his men do return from the underworld, and they're worn down. It's funny. She's like, welcome back to the island. Let me feed you. And they're like, like they're just (laughs) over it, you know, just done. Odysseus tells Circe um, who he encountered and what Tiresias foresaw. So basically, he says, I'll make it home, but I have to deal with a bunch of guys who ransacked my place and um also you know he told me i'm gonna die of the sea while i'm still walking on land like i don't know what that means great you know and i think she says something to him like don't think about it too much because it's gonna like drive you nuts and he also tells her that he has to go to thernakia uh and he might have to see helios's cows again so you know pretty girl and milky and well i guess helios's cows period (laughs) not again But, uh, yeah, so that kind of made me laugh. <laughs> like, there they are, sweet boy and white girl and <laughs> lovely girl. Rufus Johnson. And Nicki Minaj. White face and Nicki <laughs> Minaj. Trenakia. Trenakia. <laughs> and cinnamon and sparkle juice. And- <laughs> Lunchables. Oh. <laughs> Lunchable. Uh, McFlurry. And- <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So, you know, Cersei starts to prepare him for his long journey home. I really appreciate it. Like, she really does. She gives him all the advice she can. You know, she talks to him about sirens and sea monsters and Scylla and the likes, you know, and she's like, this is what you can do to get past this. Have your men do this, do that, you know. Um, and if you've read the Odyssey, you know that what happens with the sirens. You know what happens with the cows. It's not good. <laughs> uh, and this actually made me really want to like go back and reread uh, some of that part. 
just like that, you know, Odysseus is gone. It's a this is a quick chapter, and it's like so. I'm sure it feels just like Cersei felt like this abrupt, like it just comes mm-hmm. to an end very quickly. Yeah, um, that's a good observation because the last chapter was so long, and then yeah. this one's so short. It just makes mm-hmm. you feel like, oh, it's yeah, over. it's like what? It's he's gone. But <laughs> like you know, I'm sure that's how she felt. You know, Odysseus gets on his boat and when he turns back to look for Cersei, she's gone. Like she doesn't even stay to wave goodbye. She's out of sight. Um, and you just, ah, my heart broke. I'm like, she yeah. was too painful for her to even stand to say goodbye mm-hmm. to him. Um, and it Is really, Crystal. I know. God, <gasps> and he took a piece of cake with him too. I will say that that ending was so like, I have never read ahead in the book except for this time. I was like, I have to read the next chapter just to like, or start. I was like, I just need to read a couple pages. And I ended up reading the whole next chapter. I'll reread it. But um, I just felt like you just want to know what's going to happen next. Because we're really, I mean, we're like two thirds through the book. It's like, well, what what's going to happen? Like, what's, how is he going to yeah. come back? Like, you know, yeah. and even though it is the second time I was reading it, I was like, I don't, I don't even remember. Like, oh my gosh, what's happening next? So I just feel like it it really pulls you through the book and you're kind of left with like the wind kind of knocked out of you. So mm-hmm. um, I will say there was one quote I liked and then, you know, maybe we talk about candles or whatever else. But mm-hmm. um, she says, he showed me his scars and in return, he let me pretend that I had none. And I just Best love that quote, quote of the book. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Circled it. it. Just, circled it. it. <laughs> circled that Cersei. Circled so it I just really liked that one, and I just thought it was a great way to encapsulate their love for each other or their relationship, you know, mm-hmm. and why it worked when it did. Oh, I think yeah. it was love. Yeah, yeah I think that definitely. I will for sure. I think she loved him, and I think he loved her in his own way too. You know. Yeah, I like the way you said sirens, sea monsters, Scylla, because it reminded me of Dwight Schrute. <laughs> <laughs> Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. I just saw a license plate frame that said that today. That's so funny. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) That is one of those, like, it lives in my head forever. Mm -hmm. Office quotes. So. Yeah. Sad chapter. Yeah. (sighs) There was just, like, so much, like, I don't know. He, like, leaves and she's, like. You know, and then he comes back, and he's like, "Well, it wasn't good, girl. It wasn't good." And then he has to leave again, and it's just like, it's so like this book is it. It yanks you, you know. Oh yeah, like it's rough. And then comparing to the last chapter, where it was like super long, and there were like dramatic moments, but it was so much like domesticity and like love, and oh yeah. Yeah. Coursers. And like you knew it was coming, but still it came and you're like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. So this was a pretty smelly chapter too. Oh. Um, I actually got a lot. Six candles out of this one. Six. Six. Wow. Um, So the first one is grass, sand, and apple, and it's called infidelity. (laughs) (laughs) Because it smells like <laughs> Cersei's Island. <laughs> so does what does that smell like for Penelope, right? The last time of like Penelope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then this one is like especially for Penelope, right? 
Yeah, she smells this one. And she's like, some stinks. <laughs> I don't like Some that doesn't smell right. <laughs> we should add yeah. fish in there. So she's like, smells fishy. <laughs> Something's fishy. Yeah. I'm going to add that. Grass, sand, apple, and fish. fish. <laughs> so uh, the next one is Apollo's Prophecy. Mm. And it smells like olive wood and really bad cologne, like Paco Rabanne or like <laughs> Jacar Noir. What's that one Just, from? Uh, cool water. Like olive wood and douchebag. <laughs> cool water. Olive <laughs> <laughs> wood and douchebag. Axe like body olive spray. Wood. Yeah, ax- there you go. That's what I was looking Axe for. Axe body spray. Yeah, that's better. I was going to say olive wood and frat row or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, yuck. Oh, yuck. Then there's the eyes, or just, not the, just eyes of Odysseus, and it smells, Aww. again, like earth. I feel like we have an earth-scented candle in each chapter, but whatever, because mm-hmm. his eyes are brown like the earth. There is death, which smells like land or earth and sea, so kind of Ooh. like, because it's Odysseus's death prophecy. Oh. Um, it's very cryptic. And then there's... <laughs> This is, I, I don't know. I like both of these, but <laughs> there's Till the Cows Come Home, which is lilac, because that's what <laughs> they smell when they talk about him having to go back to the cows. Mm-hmm. Um, even though he's going home to the cows, whatever, we can overlook it for the book. <laughs> the last one is Sage, Rose, Whorehound, Chicory, and Wild Laurel, which is like her looking at her potions, and it's called He Gone. <laughs> he Gone. He Gone. Because she's just he like gone. looking at her plants and like. And potions and concoctions, and she's just like, "Here you go, here you go, here you go." Uh, uh. Yeah. Wait, did you? Oh, you didn't have any more candles. Mm-mm. That, oh, that was, was my good. what? That wasn't good enough for you. You thought it was better. She gone. <laughs> she gone. He gone. Stop picking on me. <laughs> Kelsey asked if I was going to do a birth control candle, like with the she other. Should. Oh yeah, wait the wormwood and uh, the silphium ground wormwood. Yeah. I don't know what those smell like though. At least the other ones, I know that they sound like they smell good. But I mean, I guess land and earth and goats. Okay, silphium is a plant. It's yellow. Let's see. Let's see here. It's a plant in the sunflower tribe, and it's it's like tribe. a tribe. It says plants in the sunflower tribe with a daisy family. Um, oh. So it's like a yellow daisy looking thing. Um, they're, no- they're known as rosin weeds. Um, rosin weeds. Rosin weeds. <laughs> That's like your your podcast about drug use. Rosen rosin weeds. weeds. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the genus comes from the ancient Greek word for North African plant. Hmm. Oh. I wonder what that smells like. Silphium goes on with a blast of spice, a scent I'll describe as hot cinnamon incense. Oh, yeah. Let's do a birth control candle. Yeah. And then let's let's see what wormwood smells like. Better not be wormwood. smells like a savory herb, the sort of herb that you'd smell wafting in from your kitchen. It smells like something you'd rub on a turkey. So the last candle is silphium and wormwood, and it's uh, Cersei's birth control draft, and it's called Baby Block. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Baby Baby block. <laughs> so yeah we'll see what happens and next she, chapter she conveniently missed her last uh, mm-hmm. big block yeah she's having oh. too much fun yeah <laughs> what's gonna happen <laughs> was was the babies were they blocked <laughs> hmm. <laughs> we'll find out we'll stay find tuned out. for the next episode of the real housewives of Ayaya. <laughs> <laughs>
for Ayaya and Pregnant this summer on MTV. Ayaya <laughs> <laughs> and Pregnant. Ay, 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 I'm pregnant. Hey, hey, hey. Nice. 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 Way to end it. <laughs> Bye. 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 B